Go ahead, you got us. Ready like Freddy. Welcome, 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 everyone, and welcome to the hey, good, good story. story. Good story over here where we cover shop to shop, home to home, kitchen to kitchen. Ocean we got a special guest tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We have the icon, the Mr. Tattoo himself, Fred Frost. Everybody put your hands together for Mr. Fred Frost. What an intro. Man, we got Fred Frost um, from you know what, Fred, I don't wanna I don't wanna ruin your history or your, you know, you know, your title and stuff. Let these people know where you're from, Fred. I'm from West Valley, man. Talk that talk, baby. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying from Long Beach. Come on. Welcome nah, to the LBC, nice. man. Nah, I'm from Compton, California. My wife is from Long Beach. Okay. There we go. CBT. Yeah. There we go. I'm from West Jordan now. Mm. <laughs> I'm from Eagle Mountain now. Mm. There you go. Mm. Mm. Lyndon Utah. PG. Let's represent. <laughs> but you know what we've been forgetting, though, Hobart? Yeah. You know what we've been forgetting? I rem- I've been meaning to bring this up. There we go. No, because when we introduce people... In the, the Tongan custom, it's like when you say where you're from, basically you tell them like where your father's village from. Right. If you want to break it all down, where you really from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. When when people say where you from, like, oh. But the know. generation now don't understand that. Like, That's so if what I I'm say, saying, I'm Leroy, from my yes. dad's family, we're from Fusco, they'll be like, we don't mm-hmm. know where that is. We don't know. We gotta bring that back. When we have guests on, let's find out. Oh, shout out to my mom's village following you. Sorry, my bad. Just leaving it out there. That's what I'm saying. My mom be on there, like, oh, tell your dad's village, but don't tell my dad's actually from Uli, but you know, his grandfather's father's from. Yo, interview each other. Okay, (laughs) so back to you, Fred. Fred, Yeah, Fred. Because my my dad is from Fusco too. All the Frost are from Fusco. Cousins, because where I own cousins. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what we're gonna say. Because Frost is not a Polynesian sounding. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting. Like the Tongans say, man, Feloaki Uma. Uma him. Ma, but ma. Fred, can we tell him the village of Kolovai in Tonga? <laughs> I also got that. Well, I was just talking to Strons earlier before. There you so go. I'll check you out. Yeah. You know, I got a, definitely got a strong bloodline going straight back to Kolovai. So all the Fifitas, Sekonas, you know, Latus, all in that that same strand. Fred, you ain't got to impress anybody <laughs> around here. Just that just you know me- all these tongue man, I just want to show love, Clear man. the air, man. You want to show love. You know there was no cloud in the air. Let me just let, let me tell you guys something. Growing up, so Fred, this is my brother right here. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I always known Fred as Konga growing up. You know, really? that's his name. Mm-hmm. And then and not not until we got older were, oh, call me Fred. I'm like, call you All Fred. of a sudden, listen. Yeah, all now, all <laughs> of a sudden. You call him Tonga the whole time? All our family, bro. If, yeah, if you're so, close to this guy, yeah. you call That's him his name is Tonga. My, my, yeah. close, my close, close family, brothers and sisters, and uh, first cousins know me as Tonga growing up. And so bro, that's the way bro, the Samoan says K O G A. Don't Konga. say Tonga, bro. That's crazy. Come on. We, it's Tonga. Don't Konga. be like Konga. Leroy. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Because you, 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 you say Tonga, you don't say Tonga. I mean, it's, it's okay. Sorry. Yeah, Anyways. Yeah, yeah. But, Anyways. When you look, but when you look at my birth Anyways. certificate, you already know. Oh, yeah. Well, my government my name is located. Frederick. Frederick Fritz Brent Frost. There ain't no poly name in there. It's all it's all German. Wow. <laughs> my father-in-law's name is Fritz. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Wolfgram. Sorry. Anyways. Oh, sorry. no, no, no. Please. Yeah, I feel like we're going through a genealogy yeah. class. Yeah. Genealogy what? And we're doing it. <laughs> Anyways, you know what? This 
podcast tonight is special because I feel like Fred is the, this is like the first time anyone's ever interviewed you, right, Fred? Uh, in a while. Yeah. In a while. Yeah. Well, in a while. You know? Chocodile. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not to first time on make the show. your name small or anything, but oh, hey, man. we want to welcome you here with the Good Story Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And man, we got so <clears throat> much to, to talk about tonight. Let's talk about it. You know? And uh, first of all, let's get this out of the way. Where's your shop located, Fred? Uh, my shop is Frost City Tattoo. We're located in Midville. Okay. Midville, Utah, closer to 15 and 215. And how long have you been in business now? Uh, Frost City, we started June 2017. Man, time flies, huh? Yep. Man, good job, bro. Keep Keep that... But it all started pushing, in your man. basement. Remember that? Talk that what? talk. It all started baby. in your basement. Talk 2000, that talk. Uh, or no, 1994. Man, we were young. <laughs> no. We were young. <laughs> man, I was kind of like Fresh Prince of Bel Air back in the days. So I was getting some trouble in Compton, and mom shot me back to the. You got going into with your one little uncle. fight. My mom got scared. You're moving with your uncle in Utah, West Valley. Yes. <laughs> in the basement. Dog. Yeah. So, whole boy, this is my family. They the, our first family that moved here in the 90s from, from the Bay Area. Talk so. that talk. With some Dayton's on the Astro Van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some Dayton's on the Astro Van. So, Pops, he was real strict. Didn't let us go nowhere. And it was kind of like we were locked up. So, you know, whole boy had actually uh, kind of like... Yeah, he was putting me up on game on how Pearl used to do tattoos. and Remember? You <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I think he made needles like this and like that. In fact, <laughs> show, show, the, show the boys bro, your tattoo on your hand bro, that see night. See this little, <laughs> this guy history. I'll We're never cover this dots. up because, uh, so, you know, I was like, you friend, need a local tattoo. This is what I saw, <laughs> you know. You know on Vato's Locos? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> so I'm like, I think you you wrap the thread around the needle, then you dip it in Indian ink, and then you just like kind of press it in. Ah, but then ah, I was like, ah, 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 ah. Ah. and then Fred's like, I don't think you like jab yourself. You got to like kind of see where you're poking the needle yeah, at. So like, you look cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he does it, and I'm like, all right, your dot looks better. <laughs> anyway, so that's the that's the beginning, the evolution, dude. Yeah, from from the from the, the basement. Single, yeah, you guys, the basement I am West Valley. the silent co-owner of Frost City. Okay, <laughs> let let it be clear out Hobart there. Oh, was people, my first okay? tattoo? Guinea you know pig. what I'm saying? Your What's first tattoo, really? first, so, oh, yeah. first canvas. the first canvas. But, you, but I want to. So you history. got that on your hand, and then yeah. you, got, you got Stray got TS on his head. Well, anyways, as we rolling oh, along. Yeah. Game related to you know, but anyway, only four people have. Yeah, this. you know. But anyways, so. you know, just a little break the ice kind of moment. You know, that's yeah. hilarious, bro. Hey, that's yeah. a, that's some history. That's a, that's, that's all there. Hey, we you ain't know. got enough, enough time in this show to cover history, man. So, yeah. You know, well, I want to talk great. about this. This, this is this great because the history of this of, of Fred evolved into who he is now. Like Tobar said earlier, as an icon in this in this ink game, and I like to talk about like Fred does. He doesn't just do cultural stuff. He does great portraits. You know, I've seen some stuff, but the evolution of his drawing is there's this one drawing that everybody continues to to use, and I want to give Fred a shout-out to that. It's this Samoan Samoan drawing. It's a dude that's pressing, and it says Samoa on it. And I've seen them shirts. It's a dude that's on his dude. dude holding up Holding up, say Samoa. (laughs) I know that. Fred, what grade were you in? How were you when you you did that? So that's a drawing I did for a Samoan story when when I got back from my LDS mission back in 2002. Mm, Fred is Mormon. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so that was yeah, two thousand two is when I when I drew that. 
And, and, just, and you've seen that thing circulating. Like I've seen that everywhere. Yeah, circulated. I've seen it. I've seen it everywhere. Cut you know, and tong- taste, baby. You know, even even Tongans be putting that. They oh, put they, tongue they said on. A tonga, yeah. Yeah. Some more, they put Tonga. Yeah, tonga. back when copyright wasn't. Tonga. You know, <laughs> I seen that know, character culture. hold up all kinds of things. Uh, all kinds of islands. Yeah, one more younger family reunion. I mean, yeah. all kinds of stuff, man. Yeah. So I just want to give but that's that's a well known picture. But also, Fred's well known for a lot of other things too. He's brought a lot of guys on. You know, uh, and taught them the skill. Yeah. Lala being one of our guys that's on here. Yeah, Lala Ellsworth, who's a no show today. Now he's he's, oh, he's, he's tattooed. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's tattooing up there. But you know, tell tell us a little bit about how you has evolved from Fred the tattoo artist because I know you still do tats, but now you you you're like a a finder of talent. You know, talk to us about some of the the guys that you've kind of mentored and some of the guys you like work the with. L A. Reed of yeah. tattoo. You know that L A. Babyface Reed of, you know of tattoo. Because well, you don't just because it's a brand. You don't just bring anybody yeah, on because they do, represent you. Absolutely, man. I do handpick everybody who comes to Frost City. Mm. Uh, I mean, like with Lala, I found him because you know our family Kalapus Kalapu Horny Toads. Hey, so, talk that talk, baby. You know, and I was like, man, you know what I mean, who, who, who drew all these nice clean tribals on the on our buckets, man? It was this dude Lala, and I was like, man, you should do tattoos. And that was like almost twenty years ago, man. And mm. he's, you know. When his dreadlocks were like the little ones, like uh, you know the Wesley Snipes ones, he had. Oh, no, he just had a high top fade back then. I think. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no twist. As a matter of fact, no I think twist. he was fresh out of high school, fresh out of Kahuku. Fresh, man. yeah, fresh. Yeah, he knew he was going on the mission, playing at the you know with the Aggie, something like that. He was but still anyway. trying to figure out if he was going to play football <laughs> or yate. You know, the biggest you know, tattoo artist yeah. ever. All right, so the journey. Yeah. So you tell know. us what you look for, though. Besides, um, ta- tattooing is more than just artwork. Yeah, so drawing is done is something I've done all my life. It's something that's I'm very passionate about, and and I can kind of tell like talent. I can always tell when somebody, even if their talent is like new, they're new to drawing and and not that good yet. I can tell when they're passionate about it, and that's something I saw in Lala. That's something I saw in my brother Really Nata. You know, mm. what I'm saying uh, Will Forgetti out of Oakland. Mm. You know, what I'm saying he was also an original member of Frost City, but he started blowing up in the Bay Area, so. Decided to stay out there. But, yeah, those are the things. Like, passion, you know, they're passionate about the art and also work ethic. You know what I'm saying? As you see with my I, my new crew now, you know, like one of my You got a young recent, crew right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel old. Everybody's like 10 years Bro, and you're plus not old. You're not old. younger than me. Strong's is old. Strong's is old. <laughs> you're not old. But, nah, hey, man. You're not old. You look polished. old. <laughs> you don't. You don't. Yeah. You still look young, bro. So, so with this, this new crew that's in there, I mean, they bring something different that the, I don't want to say old, but the more your your first your first batch of crews that came in because now they went on to start their own shops oh, and, yeah. and oh, out yeah. their own thing. Yeah. So now, how does this generation differ? Like, you've seen the the, the tattoos. We're going to get into this with the little cultural stuff and the things that you have to have. But how has the tattoos changed? Because I remember when I came into, anyways, you you, you don't tattoo face. Uh-huh. There's a few things you don't tattoo. You tell us a little bit about that, and then how the the styles of tattoos have changed. Yeah, I mean, one thing that stands out big time to me is the with the young folks they're at an advantage because they have YouTube. They have everything. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. See, back in the days, I had to go through Hobart to you know third person. So, are you sure you saw homeboy use this, this, and that? Oh, yeah, okay. I what knew somebody that knew somebody. Yeah. So that you know, we it was somebody. hearsay. So we didn't have social media back in the day. So. To answer your questions about new artists, it's way easier today. Mm. However, they still need to, if, if an artist want to be serious, they need to, you know, find a good mentor and go to a reputable shop and go the same route. 
Do you see a lot of tat, uh, people coming in and get tattoos that are copies or, or something they see from other people, like you just said? Like, do you, because usually you try to do a lot of original stuff, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I pride myself, and that's something that I love doing is uh, just custom building pieces one every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and, you know, everything that you see now, if you Google Pawnees and Tattoo, it's always, uh, I'm just going to just go ahead and say it. It's, a, you know, it's a combination of myself and three other artists or four other artists mm-hmm. from back yeah. in the days. Mm. You know, just being reused, remixed, remodeled, stuff like that. So tell us, your Mount Rushmore of, of tattoos is who? Uh, no. <laughs> Come on, let's let's go, let's go. I'm never, you know what, that's that's something I don't care for. Or you pay know respects to those yeah, people, you know. Cause, well, because, I mean, you know, I, mean I, and all, I, I appreciate that, you know, in all humility. But my thing is, like, I pride myself on just staying hungry mm. in both, you know, physical and artistic ways. But, yeah, you know, I just like to stay hungry because I'd rather be on this side to keep – you know, to ju- just to keep pushing the envelope and styles and, and quality and stuff like that, you know. Is there a specific style that, that defines Fred Frost? I would say the two strongest would be contemporary Polynesian, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and then uh, West Coast Black and Gray because, you know, I'm from L.A., so that urban island mixed. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. And, and it, his script work is, man, untouched. <laughs> I, I, that's what I believe. It's untouched. So... Thank you. Rolling into it, we were going to talk about some things that have been coming up in the last couple of weeks, <clears throat> cultural stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we get into the the Tongan and Samoan Tataos, somebody told me that Tatao was actually a, a, a Tongan word. Is that right? I have no idea, man. I mean, we, we refer know, to the I Tongan. think it's half and half from what I see, you know. But first of all, I want to congratulate you on your journey of getting your bill. Thank you. you know, let's get let's get a nice yeah. round of applause for for who's out there. You know, right? shout out, shout That's out. That's a journey right there itself. Ouch. You know? That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I know, man. How long was That's that process? Quite a tramp stamp. Huh? Yeah. How long was that process? Bro? That's <laughs> a big um, tramp stamp. Six uh, six days, six sessions. You know, so it wasn't back to back because it was six of us. So we kind of we staggered. You know, what I'm saying it was myself, uh, Tali Omar, and then another guy named Paul, and then another three. So we would see the. Kufunga every every other day, so but six six in total. Tell us about the amount of blood that was lost. Did that did that shock you at hey, all? Because you you've seen what? it. You know what? You want to know something crazy? I lost eight pounds on one day. There was one session I was in. I was laying down literally for like thirteen hours, mm. and I lost eight pounds. So all you Americans that's listening to this, y'all want to lose eight pounds in thirteen hours? Y'all got to go get the pill. I think some of my soul went. You know what I'm saying? Plasma and soul. I don't know. I just look so. Diminished. Man, that's a lot. Is that <laughs> safe? Like, I mean, did you get up and like? You, you know? know what? So I mean, I'm gonna tell you like this: when you when you when you lay down to get that tattoo, you literally got to be prepared to die. That's where your bar is set. Because if you said anything before, you're going to hit your limit before that. Wow. So you, you got to be ready to die. You know what I'm saying? Obviously. It's that serious. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah, went out bro. like, mm. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it hurts. Yeah. But, <laughs> Fred, Straight. Not like that little TS you got your, on your hand. That's for your pencils. You yeah. really got to say, I'm going to die. You know, unless, you know, I, I got to finish this. Dang. You know what I'm saying? Or else I'm going to die. So are you able to share, like, you know, some of the rules that during the process of getting a bell? Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, please share. Those. Please share. Because there's a lot of people out there that don't know these steps. All they see is it's just, just pictures, yeah. mm-hmm. some guy laying down, somebody's <laughs> stretching your skin, you know. Let us know, man. So nowadays, kufungas are pretty professional. Like if you um, set up an appointment with Pika Suosulapi, the one I did. It, okay. I mean, he has a booking agent that will email you all the protocols. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's just way faster that way. She's American, too, so she's used to the way we do business. Okay. With information. It's pretty straightforward. 
But I remember as I was preparing the guys at the shop, you know, weeks before we, because we hosted, we did our tattoo at Frost I, City. I saw that. I said, you know, no matter what you guys believe in, this is what's going to happen. The air is going to be thick. You know, there's going to be over 18 people getting tattooed. And everybody that comes through that door, they're bringing their family with them. And I'm talking about the family that you don't see. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we have these protocols in places to ensure uh, just that, that positive vibe of love, you know, because your ancestors are there. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Something I'll never show my mom because she'll probably just lose her marbles. But on my first uh, my first session, my grandmother sat by my head the whole time. Yo, that's she wow. passed away in 2017. You know, so that's something that I keep to my heart. You know, what I'm saying yeah. Yeah, it's a spiritual yeah, yeah. moment as well. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this as you can see, this is more than just a tattoo. You know, what I'm saying this tattoo actually, absolutely. You know, I'm born and raised in Compton. Hope I know. I didn't speak no Samoan in high school and stuff like that, but. And studying this tattoo brought me closer to realize how beautiful our culture is. You know what I'm saying? So I speak some more now. It's pretty broken up like Yoda, you know, but you get it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all because of my studying of this tattoo over 20 years. You know what I'm saying? This has mm. been my, my life studies, my life work. So with the bell, Fred, mm -hmm. like, you know, there's <clears throat> different levels of the Matai tattoo that people talk about. If you're Samoan, you learn these culture, you know. So with the tattoo, I like to ask, are you practicing any Matai characteristics such as speeches? Um like Yeah. Um actually, um so I don't I mean I, I have been hit up for the la at least the last ten years from family in New Zealand, Samoa, about taking on different Chief titles on both, okay. Well, just on my mom's side, and I, I, I rather learn about it. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. And I, if I take one up later on as an elite or something like that, that's in due time. I think it's beautiful. I'm not knocking yeah. it off, but just right now, you know, with my kids young, because you know when you take on that responsibility, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to step, you got to step in those shoes. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but as far as you know, when you get the pet, oh, see, back in the days, <clears throat> I'm gonna share a little history. Back in the days, when you got the pet, uh, you got it when you reach puberty so okay. 11 12 you know what i'm saying then there's no chief at that time so everything that you become in uh, in as you as in in, the, in your manhood stage that, those are things you ascend to but the tattoo helps remind you the word tat the word tattoo not only means uh tattoo or to hit or to strike tattoo but it also means must do so as a child you know, as a young teenager that has the bitter, you know what I'm saying, every time he looks at his legs and stuff like that, he's look at, looking at all these symbols that's reminding him of things he needs to remember to do, to serve, mm. you know, to sacrifice and stuff for your family. That's <laughs> deep. That's game. I'm, I'm, I'm still on the, like, so when the booking agent tells you mm -hmm. stuff, does she give you, like, a diet that you have to be on, like, stuff like that? Like, is that does that include that? Uh, No, not really. I mean, they do kind of tell you that the um, you do want to be at your healthiest, you know, so you don't need to lose weight. The, the, be hydrated? The towel, yeah, you got to stay hydrated. Because the towel can go on anybody, but they do want you at your strongest. So, you know, sleep and in and, and, and a full stomach, you know, and a good nutrition is, like, your best your best way of, t of even taking it. So now, I mean, in ancient times, I don't know if they're doing that now, but when you, after you're in between your sessions, you have to sleep on your certain follow, you take a follow that you have to, like, tell us a little bit about that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, some, I, I've realized now, like, a lot of modern tufungas, they kind of switch things up. They, they, yeah. They've done away with it. Mm. But my tufunga, uh, you know, Pika Suasuluape, 
you know, he kept on to that. So, like, we would always, I came in with my small follow that I get tatted on, mm. and I take that home because I sleep on that follow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. it's so, just, so some don't do it anymore. They, they just yeah. say, you good? So, for those yeah. of you that don't understand what a falla is, falla is a Upside-down pineapple. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a mat. Okay. Yeah. It, it also means pineapple. pineapple. Okay. So. Okay. You really <laughs> love pineapples, don't you? Anyway, so pineapple. get along yeah. and rolling that, that, that mat out. Now, only you can, can sleep on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's no intercourse or anything like that with throughout the whole <laughs> process. Yeah, that, and that's one of the protocols, actually, too. Like, you know, if you're married or, you know, you're with somebody, you can, you're not supposed to have any kind of relationship. How long does that last? Uh, During the whole process until the end so the, at until the end of the tattoo heal, bro you oh, don't until want you heal. blood splashing you know <laughs> hey love hurts no, no, actually so at the end of the tattoo there's a, a ceremony called a summer where you rub down with turmeric oil and stuff like that sure, and he pronounced a blessing on you from you know a cultural blessing and he cracks an egg that represents purity there's you know we can cover like you know weeks on on on, on, the, on the subject of that but uh until after that blessing you know you can't be doing anything shave you can't even shave either Mm. You know what I'm saying, but he gave me a pass. Like after my last session, I was. That's all I wanted to know. So can I line my stuff up? You know, yeah. <laughs> I gotta rock my, hey, I rock my, hey, my Beijing. You, know? you always gotta stay picture ready, Freddie. You know? Hey man, that's I already, what I'm already talking about, baby. I already rocked the paper, the peppered look. You know the, the you know the the, the pigeon coop. You know what I'm saying? So pepper dough, baby. You, you got you got to always stay on your your ones and two because now we want to talk about because Fred talked about the pair. And, and and that process and other people that's doing that spiritually and it's it's something that's been carried down from generation to generation. But now we want to talk about Fred as an icon as far as like your we we always refer to like if we was to have a panel, not so much a Mount Rushmore of tattoos, but if we had a panel of tattoo mm-hmm. uh artists and people that are in the game now that can speak on cultural stuff, mm-hmm. Fred would be on there, right? Yeah. We agree on that? <laughs> okay, so oh, yeah. oh, and as we as we talk about like I mean he's been researching this for twenty years. And and the pea, let, let's talk about what, what pea means. What does the word pea come from? How did that come about? Um so I mean all the meanings i I will share with you guys is just kinda like the short the shorthand of it, man. But to really dive into it, it's a beautiful mission, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, there's you know, I covered twenty years of studying this stuff and I'm still learning now. Uh, the word pea means, uh, it, well, you know, it, it means the bat. Because mm-hmm. uh, when you look at uh, a sungai miki or, or a, a Samoan man that's wearing the tatau and he's naked and he's standing for a, a head, when you look at his tattoo, it's supposed to look like a bat, you know mm. what I'm saying, hanging upside down. Mm. Something about the way they look at the world hanging upside down. Also, I don't know, maybe at some past times that, that bat during the time of a tsunami or a typhoon kind of sustained our people, you understand? Because they, they can fly over the waves and stuff. And so even though all the crops and animals were dead, you know, you know, the flying fox was still there to, to take care of our people that way. Mm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Now tell me, so the Tongan tattoos is called the Pea too. Um, so, so everything that I would share, like I can't, when it comes to Polynesian, tat, um, Polynesian, this is my opinion, you know, when it comes to Polynesian history and traditions and stuff like that, I don't believe anything 100%. I, d- I just say that I'm a collector of stories and you, mm-hmm. I'll share with you what, I, what I've studied and it makes it, it's fun when you find a lot of different stories that coincide and connects to each other. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, if you ask me, the Tongan Tatao is the Samoan Tatao. It's, it's, it is the Tatao that... Um, that we had as a people, as a Moanan people, before the split of Samoan Tonga. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm going to just put it out like that. That's that's my theory. That's Fred Frost's theory, you mm. know what I'm saying? And uh, there's a lot of beautiful work that went behind, you know, coming up with that, you know what I'm saying? But um, there's a Tao, uh, it's called Tao to Tao, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the words that you hear online in Tao Vaka, that's a, that's a special name given by Tongan Tufunga. His name is uh, Tongan Tufunga, his name is Isaiah Tuitu. He's the first Tongan uh, Tufunga that was blessed by the Suluapis, Sulu Suluapis. So with his title, him being full-blooded Tongan, I can get my bit done with him, you know what I'm saying, because mm. he's bona fide. Mm. But he was specifically blessed with the tools to restore his peoples, the people of his lands, uh, uh, Tatao, you know what I'm saying? Is he practicing in the islands, in the Yeah, US? he's in Oahu. He's in Oahu. Oh, okay. You know, and the last that I heard, there was a couple of Mataele brothers that's, that's actually going to go over there, okay. you know what I'm saying, and, and uh, yeah. get some work done from him. And I think even, uh, yeah, 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 there's a couple of people that are going to go to him. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, what was? Hold on, help me out, guys. No, no, we had an opportunity. We, we had an opportunity to talk to uh, different guys too about, you know, the cultural as far as versus the the church, and we we've had this discussion a, a lot, you know, and uh, I know for a fact that a lot of uh, stake presidents and bishops have had their pills in the past. You know, and now I feel like it's a resurgence. Maybe it never really was, but we just now we're hearing mm -hmm. a lot more about uh, that. Tell us your stance a little bit about like if you're say you had a, a young a, a youth come to you in your your youth mm -hmm. class. And say, I want to get the pill. I mean, like I'm not the best example of an eldest. I mean, I'm not I believe it wholeheartedly. Let's put that out there right now. I am an active member. At the same time, if you ask me about the Tatao, nothing matches my convictions and covenants, you know, that I already wear, you know, closer than the Tatao. It actually pairs and supports every every promise I ever made in the big house. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So that that was basically my that, my That was a deep question, bro. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. I had to what get you, I, had to, now? I had to jump right into that. Okay. You know? Just because, you know, we we have people that are online right now that, that wanted to hear this and I'm just giving yeah. it out for what the One people want to hear. Question. Great you know, question. so I would like to say that was mine, but it actually wasn't. So oh, okay. it's all good. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and that's and that's an opportunity for us to be able to reach different people that talk about tattoos and being the culture as it is now. Because we talked about earlier, there's some things that you won't tattoo on certain certain people, right? I mean, I, I, well, I just want to go quickly back to the tattoo. The tattoo, you know, we got a or the pear or the tattoo. It's not just a regular tattoo. You know what I'm saying? I said what I said earlier because it has to do with genealogy. It has to do with mm. sacrifice has to do with the three aspects of service, service to your God, to your family, and also to your community. So everything about this tattoo has nothing to do with you, but what you're supposed to do for your well, people. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, you That's know what I'm saying? That's good to know. So, we didn't know that. You know, we didn't. 100%. It's a deep topic, Leroy, I think. It's because, real deep. Because here's the thing, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but this, the tatau and the bells were done years before the missionaries came to the mm -hmm. islands. I don't mean to get deep, but I'm just saying, like, this was a way of life in the culture that our forefathers lived by. And when the missionaries came over, Change. that's a different topic, yeah. right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is stuff that's been going on for centuries, exactly. years. Because I saw, I did a little research before we started. Some, okay. Somebody said that uh, okay. there was a book that somebody wrote, and it was a, a British guy, I don't know, and he, the first pictures that he drew was in 1836 mm -hmm. of, a tongue in Tatao. Am I right? Talking about Kramer, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. so he, that was the pattern that they saw. And so, obviously, those have been done before that writer, that, that author wrote that book. Mm -hmm. And that's telling us that 
you know, our people. So now that leads me to my next question. Who originated the the and the Tatao? In your understanding of what your yeah. research is, who originated this? Well, we know now from carbon dating that the old, one of the oldest tools found as of yet was in the village of Pea in, a, in, in Tongatapu. You know what I'm saying? And that's 2,700 years. So, you know what I'm saying? 700 B.C. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's just what they found so far. I mean, from, what, from my back. understanding, from my understanding, you know, Tatao's been around for a long time. And, oh, yeah. and just be clear, Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, they weren't, we were not the only people that had it. It's right. all over the It's all over the ocean. You know mm. what I'm saying? Even the Filipinos got a, a better looking pattern. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen that. If you get the Samoan Tatao and you raise it up over your shoulders, that's the that's the Mindanao warrior Filipino patterns. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know. Uh, every indigenous people wore some kind of badge, wore, wore you know some kind of team logo and stuff, and, and body ink. You right, know, we so, were not the only ones. So the tools and the and the and the ink that was used is it similar to all of the other South Pacific islands that were using it? I mean, because that's that's gotta that's gotta draw everybody. Oh yeah, in. from from what I see, as far as like uh, like uh, um, yeah, the tools that the Samoans use now, the way we use we get our pet done, that's pretty much all of the islands, all of Polynesia. Mm. And remember, you got to remember, we say Polynesia, but we didn't draw those lines. Melanesia, those are our brothers and sisters. It's not a race. Micronesia, yeah. Melanesia, yeah. these are our brothers and sisters. Right. We didn't draw Any those lines. Asian. Any Asian, you know what I'm saying? So Any Asian. The Ao, the Ao, that's the name of the uh, AU, that's the name of the tools, you know what I'm saying? They were fashioned by boar's tusks and it's shaved down by like an eel's pine needles to, you know, you ever get you see what the clipper head looked like and stuff yeah, like yeah. cones. Yeah, yeah. So that's what these tools look like. So yeah. it wasn't a shark's tooth. Um, it, it could be a shark's tooth too, but it's easier as a uh, the boar's tusk is easier because when you slice it in half, it's a bigger. You know, I got to show you pictures of it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We'll so it could have been. It, yeah, it, it, it could have been any any kind of bone actually. The, the 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 point of my question is: so different villages have different patterns. Is that what my understanding is? Um, I like it. I'm not saying islands. I'm saying villages. So you, we talked about your you're from your your parents are from what village? Uh, so my dad is from Fosco, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? My mom is from Mapusangfo. Right. You know, same thing with uh, with Hobart's mom. In fact, our, our moms are like sisters, you know. Not related, but they they grew up like sisters. So here we are four generations later, still deep, you know. So Brothers so. from another mother. <laughs> so so Mapusangfo, yeah, and then my dad's from uh, from Mapusangfo. I mean, he's from Fosco. Fosco Uka, you know what I'm saying? But uh, my grandmother, she's from Vaimoso, and then my grand, uh, my dad's my mom's dad is from uh, Saliaula, Savai. So each one of those villages that you you talked about, I'm sure somebody has a pair in that in those. Villages. Oh yeah, yeah. So do what are the similarities or what are the the things that distinguish it, or do they not? Like when you like you're having your pattern done because I've listened to you consult consult other people and try to get their designs mm-hmm. that you want to get out. Now did your Tufunga mm-hmm. did he talk to you about what village you're from? Did he ask you this so he can kind of. You know. So this is the funny thing. I'll, I'm gonna share with this with you guys. Like um, when it comes to our our Samoan to Tao culture, they don't share anything with you unless they feel like you're worthy oh. of it. You know, so that's the funny wow. thing. You gotta kind of, you know, saying because I heard they were the keeper of the. Well, yeah, because the, you, you know, know, there's something that they're like pearls. You know, what I'm saying you don't want to just, you know, if somebody yell from across the room, yeah, you know, what, what does that mean? You know, what I'm saying it's like you don't really want to know because it's. You know, because embedded in that one pattern is genealogy. It's some, it's a beautiful story and stuff like that. So you mm. don't do it any kind of justice by just blurting it. You know, what I'm saying? no. But I mean, is he sharing it with you? That's what I'm saying. Did he they did. share? He, okay. he does. Uh, so because like each person. I, that's what I'm saying. When you sit yeah. down and consult with this Tafunga, yeah, 
he asked you certain questions. Yeah, he he I he did answer some of my questions only because of the mutual respect. He knows that I'm a contemporary artist, mm. and he knows that I, I you know I've done some studying. So when I ask him about a specific pattern, I locate the pattern on the body part by its traditional names just to earn just to earn some kind of you know explanation. You know, what I'm saying otherwise he won't just tell me. He'll just say, "Oh yeah, that's the the ba. That's a fan from China." You know, he'll oh. just still make some yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, no. our culture is weird like that. They don't. They ain't just gonna give it to you. But um, to, to go to to answer your question about different patterns from different villages, when I spoke to Sua uh, Sulape, the Alaiva, the dad, he, he retired. He said they no longer do stuff like that. You know, where it's per, to, pertaining to one certain village. But however, you know, there are some patterns that represent. Uh, there are some patterns that are uh, tied to certain titles. You know, and, and only they are the gatekeepers of these gems, you know what I'm mm. saying? So so one would ask, like, how would I know these meanings and stuff? That's why, you know, whenever, once you receive your tattoo and you hear that somebody's in town getting it, that's why, like, Big Buddha and all those guys they come. flocked over there to help because they want to hear, they want to hear well, the story. Well, in being hands-on, yeah, you, certain gems are revealed to you little at a time. You ain't going to get it all in one whop. you know what I'm saying? You mm. got to you gotta be hands-on and helping, you know what I'm saying? Let me add on to that. Mm-hmm. So... You're mentioning Big Buddha, like, for an example. Mm-hmm. He's at every session now. It's kind of weird to me that I see women now. It, has women always been there to, to Koso? And- uh, traditionally, no. Okay. But like I said, a lot of new Tufumas, a lot yeah. of Tufumas, I mean, they're just kind of doing their New thing. era, new time? I guess so. You Different know channel? Was yeah. that like an unspoken rule? or? Uh, no, I mean, traditionally, they're not supposed to. Mm. You know, from what I understand, but yeah. um, I mean, nothing's gonna stop them. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, it's not yeah. like yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's it's new to it's new to me too. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, like one of my Uso CE, you know, he's in uh, he's in he's Orange County. Sometimes. Okay, so he does a lot of malus, and his daughter, his oldest daughter, helps Koso. You know mm. what I'm saying? So I can understand I that. that part. You know, women yeah. helping out other women. But I see what you're saying. But it, it's, I'm it's not really against any women out there. <laughs> no, yeah, just let to put you it know. out there. This okay. is new to us. So I'm, I'm asking abs- questions yeah. that people are thinking of, <laughs> and you know, it just come to mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. another question about. Your pe'a, right? Mm-hmm. What does your pe'a mean to you? Well, my pe'a, it's a constant reminder that I need to do things, that I need to be worth it. Even though my Samoan ain't pristine or 100%, yeah. I need to step up with my work. You know, yeah. what am I doing for service? You know, what am I doing not only at home with my kids to raise them, you know, to the best of my ability to okay. understand this life, the first world life, but what am I doing as, in terms of service? You know what I'm saying? So, like, when people ask, you know, how many workers do I have at Frost City? I said, I don't have any workers, man. I serve I serve nine families, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. It's a different push, you know, to be successful. I, I feed nine families, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I agree. Because I, I, lo- I love my guys, that's, you know? That's, I've never heard it that way, Fred, as far as, like, being of service. Like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like giving of yourself, being humble and serving others. Like, that's a beautiful way to actually explain it. Yeah. I mean... Your name have has grown throughout the years now, so it's kind of like you know, getting that Versace hoodie. You know, <laughs> Versace hoodies probably you know market price is probably eighty bucks, but then you put your name on it, and then it's a thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, supply so, and demand. The power of branding. You yeah, know what I'm supply saying? and demand. The power of branding. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> Fred, what are your what are your feelings or what are your thoughts about how kind of popular that the tower is becoming now with everyone. You know, I think, Fred, I think it's because Mm -hmm. social media. 
back in the day, we never had access to that, right? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. now that we have social media, we have different nationalities, different islands, and, you know, it's kind of like a... I love it. To answer your question, mm-hmm. I love it. I love that the whole world can see it within mm-hmm. a drop of a dime, even... Some Tufungas are cool with uh, just real-time people recording Facebook yeah, 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 Live. Because, yeah, yeah. like, my, uh, you know, Pico, when he did ours, he asked that we didn't do it. We did get special permission to have One, One Brown uh, 360, Hive uh, 360, give him a shout-out. You know, that was my videographer. So, okay. actually, nice. we, we we got a, a documentary in the, in the workings, too. So, hopefully, we release that by June. Nice. You know? okay. so, Check that out. Because he literally lived at the shop how, for two how long weeks. is your documentary gonna be we don't know we got about six hours of footage so you know okay <laughs> oh, he, wow that's nice <laughs> you just cut it down to 45 minutes bro but right. even shorter we'll see we want to make sure it's not boring yeah we'll make sure there's some action you know what okay. i'm saying showing your family jewels everything man you can All see right. the back side everything check it out you can man. see fosco man now let me tell you this now how do you feel about <laughs> non-polynesians getting Tatas and pels, or or any uh, tribal tribal tattoo. How you feel about that? Well, let me answer that in two parts. I mean, if they get the tatao, they deserved it. You know what I'm saying? Because this is not a regular tattoo. First of all, if it's expensive, you know, and second of all, it takes a lot of people to approve of you getting it. So I mean, I've seen like, in fact, one of the kids that got well, he was he was like three eighths Samoan, mm. but he was so proud of that little Samoan in him. You know what I'm saying? He I mean, he's he's asking me, hey, whenever they come back, I, I, even though I don't have nothing to do, I just want to come help out. You know what I'm saying? So he's proud of it. You know so, what I'm saying? So did he so, get a pill? Yeah. Yeah. He was one of the six in mm. my group. Mm-hmm. So mm. you hear a lot of people talking about, you know, everybody getting pills now. You know, mm. do you think it's money driven? No, but you, there has to be a conversation. Because there's people out there that's talking right now that's saying, man, those <laughs> they making money. You know what hey, I mean? You, you know, Hobart, man, it yeah. doesn't matter what it is. If we're talking in terms of Facebook, you know what I'm saying? It, whenever somebody does something beautiful in a yeah. high level, you know, that yeah, goes yeah, the fingers. Yeah. That goes the fingers. So fingers. it doesn't it doesn't matter what Keyboard it is. Life right now, everything's gonna I'm, be I'm controversial. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just asking questions out there, not because I seen it on Facebook. I don't even have <laughs> because Facebook, it's, it's baby. like, like you, know you said, it, it's not cheap to get these these it, pills. It, it's, yeah, it's not. But you know, what I'm saying actually. So I mean, I'll share this much. If we were to do it to the scale of what we charge at Frost City for sleeves, is 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 grossly underpriced. You know what I'm saying? But then, being that it's traditional, there's a lot more to it. You know what I'm saying? So it, to answer your question, it is not money driven. Trust me. Okay. Trust me. Yeah, because uh, I mean, my brother in law, my, my sister in law, just got theirs, but I know the prices right now for a pet is like about at least five thousand. Yeah. And then the Malu's like thousand five hundred, two thousand. Mm-hmm. But okay. that's not including taking care of the tafunga, feeding them, right? Or is yeah. that all included in that? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, the one who did mine, so yeah, he he includes it all. So that's why he does like bundle packages. When he comes out, he's always working on twenty people because he, right. in, sure in he two weeks, in, in two yeah, weeks, yeah. he can works on he can work on six pets and fourteen malus, oh, you know, which is, he, is what he did. What well, kind of vitamins did. is he taking, man? Know, that's a man. lot of hours, man. Sitting hey, man. on your butt, sitting. Folding. No, we don't know how. I mean, there was sometimes where the, the lights went out in Frost City because it was on for three days straight. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was like, hey, I, I got to check the breakers, you know. No ice in paradise is what I hear. Now, that's none of that stuff is the tools are electric. I'm, I'm just saying that putting out there so people are listening, like all the tools, because even, even though we're talking about electricity, but this is all hand driven, elbow grease, pounded oh, yeah, yeah. on oh, it, straight, yeah. a, straight yep. up for I just yeah. thought of something, Fred. Uh huh. What if you created a the tools, right? Non natural. Just like it. 
It's not natural. I already know, <laughs> I already know what my, my cousin's doing. Throw a little right motor now. on it. You Can't know, like those super shits that well, has the vibration on there. You know what I'm saying? Not the same, Fred. I'm ahead. I'm ahead of you. So you know, everybody, everybody had back problems, and I had a thermal gun, and I went up to the tufu and said, "Hold it, just hold this up to the machine, and you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Massaging machine. That's what I'm saying. It's just too blunt. You got to be able to switch up the pressures, man. That's the man. It's coming from somebody that don't know even how to change oil. Right you gotta you gotta work smarter. You're thinking right. of the you know what I mean. <laughs> you're yeah. thinking of the kava pill versus the kava root, or the you're blue thinking tree. of putting <laughs> almond milk in <laughs> in your kava instead of drinking. I don't drink anyways. kava, guys. I'm so, anyways, any anyways, <laughs> anyways, as we rolling along, there's a there's a there's a saying that nah, nah, I'm not even gonna do that. What so, saying? Some saying? There was some more saying, but I ain't gonna do that. But, yeah. But there's a there's a there's an opportunity is what I'm trying to say that you know kids can can learn about it. Like I think somebody needs to. I mean, there's a lot of books of pets and tattoos out, but I think if somebody put an instructional book out that talked about what different tattoos mean, I think that would be a, a, a good a universal book, right? right? Yeah, something that because a lot of people talk about the Fijians were started the tattoos and all that stuff. I think if we collected all the stories, mm-hmm. put them all together, the similarities of it, and put that out, I would buy it. You know, just just the fact. But my, the point of it is helping our kids understand what our culture is because pe'a is culture. Just mm-hmm. like food is our culture that, that yeah. represents us. Our language is our culture. The pe'a is, a, is, is our culture. So to be able to understand that brings you closer to who you are. I always tell my kids that, man, you're, your culture defines who you are. Yeah. You know, that's who you are. You Samoan, mm-hmm. that's who you are. You Tongan, mm-hmm. that's who you are. Or you could be all of that. Like mm-hmm. my kids. You know, they they're they're the what do you call it? Of Polynesia. The, the, the worlds of the Polynesia. Gems. Yeah. So Leroy, he's like full grown Samoan because he eats everything with Faipula. Ooh. Right? <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways, as we're moving along here. <laughs> As 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 our show, we we like to talk about the things that people like to talk about at the mixes, you know, at their family gatherings and stuff like that. And so, tell us a little bit about this, because straight up to the back, when you what's an average price for a quarter sleeve at Frost City? Um, so I mean, depending on the our, artist, our, yeah, just depending on the artist. But the, our minimum day sessions run at a thousand. You know what I'm saying? So those tattoos typically so three quarters if you say three quarters you're talking shoulder down to the mid form that takes three sessions so three thousand okay and and you know anything like full if sleeve the arm, if the arm is big or if they want a portrait or lettering you know those change the price and stuff like that but an average like a, a, a really a, an average amount for a quarter sleeve three quarter sleeve down from the shoulder to the elbow is is a rack uh two two because two it takes two sessions yeah okay uh-huh. so now tell us a little bit about portraits if I wanted to come in and put a portrait depending on the size uh, yeah, just depend on the size. Those usually start off at seven hundred. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and that takes how long? Uh, it could take just three hours. You know what I'm saying? But as of right now, myself and Tino Lufalemana are the only two at Frost City that do portraits. You mm. know, I, I may green light two more artists, but they're not ready yet. You know what I'm saying for portraits? Because that's a whole different animal. Because mm. Tino's bad, bro. Yeah, Tino's, Tino's bad. bad. And I'm telling you, they, they they need to look like the yeah. person. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, Fred, Fred okay's them. You know they got to be good. Yeah. yeah. So we're looking at full sleeve, three racks all day. Four, because it four, takes four. four. Yeah. So all day. Four so four, Damn, four sessions. One session is how many hours? Um, anywhere from eight to ten hours. Yeah. Ooh. So you have guys that fly in for like a week at a time. If they gonna get that. Yeah. Yeah. Like so. Like 
with me, if somebody books a full sleeve with me, it takes four days. I have them actually take a rest day. So one, two, uh, two, two days. days on, one day off, oh. Wednesday off, and then two back on, back on two days. You know, so. you're so nice. <laughs> but they, if well, they it, pull it's it to out. help coach them because not only do we do are we held at a high standard to do good tattoos, but we, I, I come up with ways to kind of help coach our clientele along, you know what I'm saying, to push them along, you know, because it gets grueling after a while. Yeah. Mm. You know, sometimes, like like for me, for instance, if it's a full sleeve, I blast all the inside first because that's that hurts more, you Jeez know what I'm saying? Lord. So I take care of that while they're strong, you know what I'm saying? So being outside for the third and fourth session is a lot easier. You ever had anybody pass out at the table? Oh, yeah, quite a few, man. Slap them up or you call the ambulance. <laughs> yeah, that's where I come in. I got, you know, do the CPR you know. It happens, you know, every tattoo shop experiences every once in a while when somebody, it's typically because of low low sugar, right. you know what I'm saying? Sometimes with the excitement and stuff like that and they forgot to eat or they're not, they haven't drank anything, you know, some, sometimes they're just, you know, the sugar level will just drop and they'll just. So we, we, we touched on that. We, we It ain't a cheap thing to get a tattoo from oh, Frail no. City. So I'm telling you, it's quality though that you're paying for. Oh, yeah. And, and with the pandemic, as we roll into the safety thing, because we talked about that, you guys, everybody CPR certified. Everybody got to give mouth to mouth when they need to. Like you oh, guys yeah. give it epi pens when people are allergic. Because oh, yeah, you don't even know if people are allergic to ink, really. You know, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. So yeah. you have them fill out like a like a, a health questionnaire when they a walk waiver. in. Absolutely, waiver. we have a waiver that covers yeah. all right. of that. Yeah, because yeah. we do have to say because you know all the even the the, the best top of the line inks that we use now will have some kind of iron in it or metal. You know what I'm right. saying? So. Just even a small amount, so you know. Or people with pacemakers. If you got a pacemaker, you can't do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, pacemaker uh, it just depends. You know what I'm saying? Name but, some of the countries that other people have flown in from to uh, just to get a Fred Frost stamp. <laughs> uh, Ireland, uh, Australia, of course, New Zealand. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you ever flown out there where they flew you out? No, I mean, I went to Samoa as the farthest I went for a tattoo convention. But I, I don't go there just to do one person. I'm there to do an exhibition. Right. So right before COVID hit, we were at the Taumiasina doing the Tatawa uh, festival. That was the first one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So with the COVID, how's that changed your tattooing? Uh, you got to wear mask. Everybody got to wear mask at the shop. Yeah, but everything's done now. Okay, you know so they don't. That, yeah, I saw that. Done now. Yeah, they yeah. don't have to do that. So any any uh, safety precautions that you would no, we, expect? Everything them to? was the same except mask. That mask was the mm. only thing because we were already you know certified with bloodborne pathogens. You know. Uh, Cross contamination, but you don't want people you coughing on you while you do. Oh no! Attack. So the mask was the only thing, and yeah. letting us know if they're sick. Yeah, and yeah. vice versa. If the artists don't feel well, they need to be. Uh, you know, it's their responsibility to to make things right. You know, reschedule and right because yeah. it is a business. You know, they got to be professional. Fred, but, we talk. Sorry, go ahead, no, Fred. No. We talked a little bit before we came on. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked um, you ever thinking about expanding your business, and you talked a little bit about your clientele, how majority of it comes from out of town. Yep. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, for, I mean, this is something that's been going on for the last decade, at least. I've been booked out past a year for the last a decade Man. and plus, um, and that's a pretty solid number. 80% of my clientele travel from out of the state. Mm-hmm. Are they return customers? Yeah, 100%, yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, like, say, in a year's time, I'll probably work on maybe 260 people, but there's multiple visits for each person, you know what mm. I'm saying? Oh, man. Yeah, so which is kind of like my number right now because I'm booked out right now probably a month, a year, a year, a couple months. You know what I'm saying? So you're saying like your brother can't like you know interrupt one of those sessions just to get a you know if anybody cancels palm tree or something. 
you know, <laughs> where seagulls pumps you with the M16. Unless you go through your auntie no. or something. <laughs> <man. Yeah. laughs> hey, you with the M16. Hey, you're gonna do like Lala, hey, like, like Lala. Lala's cousin. You know what I'm saying? Went, went through the uncle to talk to the mom. You know, give you. That's how he did. Hey, he was here last week. Remember that story? Yeah, he was here last week. Oh yeah, that's what them passes happen. That's a punk move. That's a punk move. Yeah, but I get that call from my mom. I'm gonna tell your mom. I'm gonna tell your mom. Okay, so this let's, let's wrap this up, but th- let's finish off with this right here. Wait, wait. So, oh, it's not time to wrap it up. Oh, I, did I get the signal? Oh, okay. Well, please don't, don't ever stop being a Leroy <laughs> and cutting people off. No, no. I wanted yeah. to ask this question though. Yeah. On kids that, it's question, an honor to get cut, cut off by Leroy. Yeah. I have oh. been hearing that in the other podcasts. Bro, man, man, that's messed it's up. An honor. It's an honor. Thank you. Hey, to all my family in California. Hey, all my family in California. I'm trying my best. All right, bro. You're because I heard that better. I heard You're that. No, no, I, I, I was just looking at the signal for our producer. You can say like, the most important thing ever, and then next you know, Leroy. Yeah, but let's get back to the. Uh, it's like, dude, <laughs> yeah, we have Fred Frost here. Is this pick on Leroy Day? Nah, Ask your question, bro. A fat guy with glasses, man. Ain't nobody. Okay, so no, my question is because we talked about Lala. You know, you seeing him and what he's doing, and I want to. Can you talk to the young kids about what they got to do to start their own? Because this obviously is profitable. So if I wanted to be a tattoo artist and I'm in school right now and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm doodling on my, my, my pillow, I mean, on my, my desk and all that, what kind of classes and what kind of things to be an entrepreneur? Because I really don't, I'm not, I'm not an advocate of school. I'm an advocate for trades, like go get a trade, you know, get out there and be an electrician, you know, be a plumber, be a tattoo artist, you know, somebody that's doing something like that. Tell us a little bit about what they can do to get started on. I'm that. that way too. I'm all about trades and pro trades. But you know, I also push education on my on my girls. You know, I have a number of girls, five girls. And I in fact my oldest daughter, she's gonna be at the U. She starts in the U this fall in in August. But I mean to answer your question about if any kids out there want it, it doesn't matter what trade it is. I think the one word of advice is don't wait to be motivated. Motivation means nothing. You got to be disciplined. If you, so one thing I always ask my girls, what do you guys like doing? What do you love doing? You know what I'm saying? Find what you love doing, something that you would even do for free mm. and pursue that. You know what I'm saying? No matter how hard it is, you are, do your study. Don't go off of other people. Like, man, you got Google. Google what, you know, what, what, you know, save is pottery or it's haircutting and stuff like that. Look at, follow, you know, check out the best people in, in, in that industry that's doing and see what they're doing and stuff like that. So, and just, you just work hard at it. Just go jump 100% in. Let me ask a business question to you, Fred. You know, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of new tattoo companies out there or shops. What's winning to you? Why is winning so important to you? Uh well, I think uh, to answer your question about, you know, what makes a tattoo shop successful? Is if it's a, if it has like a, a a strong business model. Like here at Frost City, we're all about service, right? Yeah. You know, when you come to Frost City, we we pay attention to how you know the the whole feng shui of how it is in there. That's why I don't have TVs in there because I like people mm. when, when we're bustling. I like when people are talking. Mainly Lala, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's like a locker room. Everybody's in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And, and the vibe, the spirit is good in there. You know, so if the experience is good. The work is good, you know. Saying they're gonna come back, you yeah. know. What I'm saying so that's our business model. Just do good work, and it'll no, come back. That's, yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, Fred, where where do you see Fr- uh, Frost City in like ten years? 
Uh, Frost City, I feel like we're not going to grow too much more here in Utah. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, I definitely want to fine-tune, you know, the artists that I have. You know, I have, I have high expectations. All my guys know they're, you know, I'm, you know, behind closed door, I'm like C.T. Fletcher of, of Tatao, you know. So I'm like, hey, man, close the Because I, I don't disrespect my guys. I love them and I, and I respect them. At the same time, I reserve the right to be very straightforward because it's my brand, right? Oh, yeah. And, and you can you can just see you can just see everybody that's ever run with me, man. You can just see the the jump, you know what I'm saying, in quality of their work, you know what I'm saying. So and, and that's something that's not accidental. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if anything, I look at every station as a gear in my watch, you know what I'm saying? So it's my responsibility to know the needs of each gear. You know, Lalo needs to work on that. And then, you know, so when I you know, I try to find the right time just to talk to them by themselves, like, hey, and I'll show them how to do things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I always tell them, I say, you know, because I may jump into other business ventures. And so physically, I won't be at Frost City in the nearby future as much. So, man, you guys got to make the mistakes or do yeah. whatever now, you know, yeah, so I yeah. can help you now. You know what I'm saying? Well, because Fred Frost is the brand. Yeah. So you got to be there. So, And I'm, I'm saying that not in a, you know, in a way to like, you know, say conceited like or whatever but you are the brand so when people come there they want to see santa claus you know they <laughs> they want to see the easter bunny you ain't gonna come out to the north pole and they want to see mrs claus they want to see know, you know man. santa claus well so, actually so my goals were a little bit different because you know I'm, I'm older now you know so i don't i don't really care for the limelight but i love that when there's young people that come in they don't even know who i am they're just like hey do you work with, with lala say, yeah you know i clean <laughs> the bathrooms and stuff like that you know so you work here for us yeah yeah i'm the janitor and stuff like that that's what Which you I know am, that's you know when you know but that's that was always my goal yeah, exactly. that our yeah. city's gonna take on its own persona its own yeah. entity you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? it's its own brand and that's what i really set it for it to be but i'm coming to the frost city to see fred frost i ain't coming to see lala but you know what fred <laughs> i appreciate that that you're building everybody that's coming into the shop you know what I mean? Not only your stamp is on them, but you're letting them build their names also, right? 100%. Yeah. And so with that being said, what's your proudest moment in the history of tattooing or uh, Fred Frost or Frost City? I would say my proudest moment, it's something that happens that needs to happen all the time. That I look for these moments, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, whenever, like say AJ, he's gotten better at his sleeves. He's, he's more... His Tatao IQ, like even that, like, yeah. he, it, you know, Tatao is a language, it's a visual language that he's starting to grasp and stuff. Those are proud moments. Those are gem times for me. You know, when Vilingata and, and uh, Zay De La Pena start up their own. Uh, the hammer. Yeah, when they did their own tattoo shop. It's all love, man. You yeah. Know what I'm Regardless what anybody ever said, man, that's my family, man. You know, I love yeah. that they did it. You know, why make 100000 when you can make half a ticket? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's whenever, and, and since day one, all my boys would tell you that, the, what I taught them was um, you're, you need to match your passion for being a good tattoo or artist with business. As mm. long as it's something you do to feed your family, it needs to be equal in power. You know what I'm saying? So, and then, so you'll see all the details. There's a lot of details behind it that I help my guys with. So is know, there enough branding. work? Is there enough work? There's, there's, man, we there's don't have branding. enough hands. We yeah. don't have enough hands. Yeah. And that's another thing too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we don't serve, I, I don't mean in a bad way, we don't serve Utah much. But we right. serve the nation, you know what I'm mm. saying? 80-20? Yeah. 80-20 is our number, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, like, if somebody in, in, in you know, Davis County don't want our stuff, man, somebody flew in from Boston to get that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That's the power of so social media, So we work on the too. brand. We focus on the brand, you nice. know what I'm saying? We don't work for money. We work for process. We work for our product. Make sure that's strong, and then it, it, it'll, it'll, it'll take care of you, you know what I'm saying? It's like Pepsi. It's a brand. <laughs> Absolutely. My man. <laughs> so what even, I'm talking even, about, Even Freddie. with all that 
all the, the, the people that are starting to do tattoos, there's still not good quality. Mean, there's still not a lot of good quality tattoo artists out there. So mm-hmm. what are some of the people should look for when they see, because I can Google Fred Frost. <laughs> I can Google good artists that will mm-hmm. come on. But if somebody opened up a shop right down here in Orem, you know, and they say, oh, I do, I do tribal stuff. What are they looking for? What What is a kid going to look for to be like so he don't get his money taken? Well, I mean, that's why I like these shows in AMC, like uh, like uh, uh, Ink Master, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. shows like that really open people's eyes, eyes to, to, mm-hmm. to to quality, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I, I always tell people, don't worry about what they say. Look at their social media. Look right. at their actual tattoo work, healed and fresh, you know what I'm saying? That's all you really need to look at. How, how come you haven't started like a... You know, small kind of reality show like Black Ink. <laughs> Black Ink's a cool show, man. We talk, well, I got like, I mean, we we've, we've been Miami hit up. Ink. I, I've been hit up by by two different networks and stuff like that. But mm. I, it's just, it's not in me, man. You know, what I'm saying because part of it is Hollywood as well. And yeah, I just I I scripted, I, scripted. Well, I love the. I, I like to be able to just work one on one with my clientele, and when I need to, I, I step over to my because that kind of stuff kind of takes the the magic away from what we do. Okay. That's just what I see, you know what I'm saying? Not not all money's good money, you know what I'm saying? Hey, Talk, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, I gotta enjoy what I do and right. I'd rather you know, I'd rather help help my brothers and yeah. I'd rather serve my clients, you know what I'm saying? Any good female tattoo artists out there? Um, there's quite a few. I don't I don't you never had really? a female artist in your shop, huh? No. Yeah, I mean, we I, had, I don't we had remember one. interviewing any of them. Oh, no. <laughs> we had one. She you came know, in with one of the other artists. to be part of so the she came into business. To like apprentice. She came in. Yeah, no, she came in. She was a guest artist from Long Beach. She popped in for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But, yeah, we don't. It's, it's all fellas. Man. And, and another thing that Fred said he doesn't do is gang-affiliated tattoos. Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, just my thing is... Uh, if this is a God-given talent, it needs to be whatever, you know, these hands do need, you know, it needs to be worthy of its of its gift, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so that means there's infinite things. You can get portraits, pictures, you know, scripture, or, you know, just so a lot of things you can get, you know. Positivity. Yeah. Be positive. And every hood member, every gang member that I ever said that to, man, they totally understand. Yep. And guess what? I mean, they got something else. Yep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, well, let me get a butterfly then, man. Shoot. <laughs> who, are some of the, who are some of the famous artists that you've given tattoos to that you can talk about? I know you gave Bug that, the Compton one. <laughs> oh, on you his. mean artists? I mean, I don't know. I, nah, mean, I mean, I worked oh, on yeah. uh, I worked on the big no, Uso Fiji. I did that Toko on the inside of his bicep. I oh, did a couple you? years ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. oh did, I thought nah, he man. did that. Yeah, oh. so, so I mean, oh. Jay Boog. So, Jay Boog, I mean, he was in the youth with my wife in Long Beach, you know, at the Long Beach I thought you did something on Boog. Yeah, so. Uh, but, oh. um, no, I mean, yeah, uh, Nick Carter. You know what I'm saying? They came okay. by way of, you know, his the head of his security is Drew, was Drew uh, Phillips. Phil- Phillips, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, it's all the poly connection. A lot of I'm athletes? Saying. A lot of athletes, a lot of NFL players and, you know, Division One and Two college players. You, you giving uh, tribal tattoos to uh, non-Polynesian athletes? Um, all the time, but you got to remember, like, what we give, I mean, it's not traditional. You know, if, if you're doing a mix, and I'm saying this, this is Fred speaking, you know what <clears> I'm right. saying? If I'm... If when I when I'm doing it on a non-poly person, you know what I'm saying? I, when you do a mixture of stuff, you know what I'm saying, that looks kind of, you know, poly and stuff, that that's all right in my books, you know. Yeah. Like I don't give them the straight to towel work, you right, know what I'm saying? Right, I don't right. yeah, yeah. I don't give them the straight, you know, tongue and kufessies and stuff like that because those are gems that I I, I want to save, you mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 
There's a certain, there's definitely formations that I save even in contemporary art. You know, what, what is the youngest that you'll tattoo, and what is the oldest you'll tattoo? Uh, well, I mean, we, because <laughs> we're on here, man. So legally, I'm supposed to say 21. You know, what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 21. But, you know, so I mean, 18, 18 is the state legal, but you know, sometimes you know, uh, it, it's my clo- my close friends. Yeah, they bring their kids in that yeah. maybe 17, but he's like 400 pounds, six eight. You know, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. It's a regular thing for our people. So those are like four thousand dollars tattoos. <laughs> and what, what's they the oldest? Kids. Who's the oldest you ever gave the, a tattoo? The, the oldest I worked on was a pot farmer from San Fernando Valley. They, a dude named Mike. He was sixty-eight years old. Man. Damn. Damn. <laughs> First tattoo he ever had? No, nah, he had some other stuff from the sixties yeah. from Woodstock. That man had Woodstock wow. on his arm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, man, I did a Mari sleeve on him, man, because wow. he's like, I really want a Moco sleeve. I was like, yeah, man, I got you, man. You heard of midlife crisis? That was late life crisis. Man, yeah, that's, man, that's, that's like crazy. the last two minutes of his life. What you talking about? <laughs> Not <laughs> even fourth quarter. That was the last two minutes. Uh, that was overtime, bro. Now you've seen like <laughs> now you've seen like the technology of the the tattooing guns change because we talked about this earlier with your little Indian tapping on his hand, but now. <laughs> Now the guns have changed, and have you been, is there a specific brand or anything else that you guys like to use, or what is the? Well, in the shop, like, everybody uses pretty much different machines. Just whatever you feel comfortable. Yeah, the tattoo business has blown up. There's, like, hundreds of different brands of inks, needles, Yeah, so what's an average gun run? Um, They can run anywhere from uh, 600 to 1,200. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, and, like, the one I use is, like, a six, it was, like, $700. It's It's a Bishop Wand. I, I, you know, I like it. I, I'll stick with something as long as I need to. Yeah. Know? I don't. How do you usually, how long do they last? Oh, man, I'm still using my first one out of that brand. So, like, two and a half years. But, uh, but I'll have, like, three of the same machine in my drawer, you know what I'm saying, just, just in, in case, case, you know. And is the supplies expensive, like the inks? It's it's an overhead, you know what I'm saying? But when it, you got to remember it's a business. So, you have Quality. overhead. You have Quality. overhead and you have, you know, expenses that you got to make. You got to factor in there. It's all taken care of. Are you always trying new stuff? Like the people always come in and try to say, hey, man, try this numbing cream. It's made out of CBD. You ever tried all that <laughs> stuff like that? We we do have some stuff, but we kind of. Um, you guys exclusive to a specific brand? So here's the thing with numbing creams. There are some stuff out there that kind of cut the edge, you know, from tattoos, but it doesn't numb you out. Especially for the stuff we do where you're, six and you're sitting like eight hours. It's only good for like an hour. And then after that, you're worse than when you begin. Oh. Mm. Also, with some people's skin, some of these uh, creams turn it into like a crocodile skin. So like oh. if it's a black and gray piece, you just compromise your skin and I can't do my piece unless it's tribal. But like it won't take the shade like it's supposed to. So, so you, you don't it do it. a lot of problems. I mean, it's just I have certain sprays that I use like say day four. Like say he's already been in my chair 30 hours. You know, you know, I'll throw them a little bone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a right way of using these things, but the, I don't like talking to or talking about it right away because I, I feel like real quick. I feel like feel people better. like they when they come in, they ask for numbing cream. That's their mindset already. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna sit well. Yeah. You got something to numb me up. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I want you to tribal, right? Here. something tribal that says I'm, I'm a warrior. <laughs> I got a warrior tattoo. <laughs> tattoo my tongue. You know? I'm a warrior, but I can't take the pain. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's a good point because most people, if they come in with that mindset, like, man, I got to get numbed up, then I'll be good. That ain't they, they good. They failed already. They yeah, done. You done they, already. They, they, they failed right off the gates. <laughs> so uh, what other business ventures you're doing right now, Fred? So before COVID, me and my wife, were gonna, we were getting the wheels turning on a tattoo convention here in Utah. Hmm. It's going to be an annual thing, but luckily we didn't because that would have been a lot of money lost because it's the same kind of business, business along the line as, as you know, 
uh, concerts and stuff like that. Gotcha. So, but tax right off. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm thinking we might we might look at you know I I have to, I have to see because I have little toddlers and little girls and you know if she's gonna play volleyball or something like that I don't want to miss out on that. So that's just mm. uh, but yeah we may do a, a tattoo convention here in Utah and it'll be an annual thing. That's what I I would like to do. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Yeah. Now, and I also uh, see that do a lot of good t-shirt designs. How's that coming on? Do you guys have stuff online that people can buy? I mean, you have to come um, to the shop. The merch. Yeah, yeah, the I mean, yeah. Every time you come to the shop, there'll be some merch there. But we haven't. Yeah, we're gonna set up an e-commerce page and stuff on our website. You know, because okay, you've done a lot of stuff over the years. We talked about that one design that's continually circulated throughout the colonies <laughs> and yeah. family reunions and stuff like that. There's a lot more designs. That a lot of people don't know that you do, and uh, you've been hit up a lot of times with people yeah. you know, trying to get stuff done. But all right, so I mean. I'm I'm just happy we got to get the questions out and the and the things yeah. that are out that that Fred's doing that's fresh and new. Anything else that you looking to? Are you looking at any partnerships with anybody like uh, any Kava or anything like that? Just just wondering, you know. Um, no, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, because Lala he be plugging off a of Kava like nobody's business, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. He's I know that's by. what I'm saying, you know. Yeah. No. We're Kava yeah. connoisseurs. Frederick a little bit of Kava. At least he <laughs> used to. I don't know if he does, you know. Oh, you We're know. not your bishop. He, he changed his life. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but Fred, man, we want to thank you for coming on to thank our you show, guys. man. It's uh, been an honor to uh, have you here on The Good Story and to share your history and your business ventures. So thank you. Family, and, all family, Fred. <laughs> yeah. Any last words? No, 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 man. Because you Thank seem you. really nervous uh, during our... No, because I had two of these Nas uh, things. Oh, okay. so he was jacked up. So, yeah. yeah. He's still <laughs> tapping my toes right now. <laughs> Liquid death. I was trying to be alert. Yeah. But we want to thank everybody for tuning in to Good Story Podcast. We had Fred Frost from Fred Frost, Frost City. Frost City. And thank you for listening to the Good, Good Story.